Hello, and welcome back to another insightful and enlightening episode of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I'm your host, Alice B. Skellinger, and on this episode, we are discussing the art of living in alignment. Have you ever wondered how to truly harmonize your inner self with the outer world? Well, that's precisely what we will be exploring in this episode. For today, I've drawn some inspiration and insights from Dr. Devin Shea at Aligned Life Wellness. On his website and podcast, he has shared his enlightening perspectives and the five principles that he has uncovered through his own journey. These principles can help us all to achieve a state of being that he aptly calls living an aligned life. Without further ado, let's dive right into today's wonderful episode. Hey there, friends. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to share with you something that I've discovered recently on my health and wellness journey. As a crucial part of this journey, I've been reevaluating my relationship with coffee, and it's been quite an eye-opener. I used to wake up every morning eager for that first cup, even going to my local Starbucks or another coffee shop to get my fix if I didn't have the time to make it at home. Recently, though, regular coffee has had me dealing with a laundry list of issues, including increased migraines, pesky bloating, and heightened anxiety, with and without the fixings. Not to mention there was always the dreaded midday crash and the caffeine withdrawal from not having enough coffee. I knew I needed to make a change, and that's when I heard about mushroom coffee. I was intrigued, but also extremely skeptical and overwhelmed by the sheer number of options out there. That's when I stumbled upon Rise Superfoods. I took the leap and ordered their coffee, and the results have been nothing short of amazing since. Since incorporating Rise into my daily routine, I've experienced a significant improvement in my mood and focus, and my gut is much happier due to less irritation and bloating. The makeup of Rise Superfoods is a unique blend of organic Arabica coffee and six different mushrooms, each one offering its own set of incredible benefits. There's cordyceps for stamina, lion's mane for focus, reishi for stress, turkey tail for gut health, shiitake for immunity, and king trumpet for fighting oxidative stress. And it's 100% vegan for all of my plant-based and vegan friends out there. I like to enjoy mine every day with my favorite plant milk and a little bit of Splenda. But you don't have to take my word for it. If you want to experience the magic of Rise Superfoods for yourself, you can enjoy a fantastic 15% off by using coupon code SKELLINGTONGRIN at checkout. They also have a matcha blend for those of you who would prefer that. Simply go to risesuperfoods.com to get started today. That's R-Y-Z-E superfoods.com. Thanks again to Rise for helping me discover this incredible wellness solution. So Dr. Devin Shea at Aligned Life Wellness has been on a quest to understand how we can find balance and alignment in our own lives. And he emphasizes that it's not about reaching a destination, but embarking on a continuous journey of self-discovery and growth. In a world where we often hear terms like finding our mojo or being in a flow state, Dr. Shea reminds us that what truly matters is the journey itself and not the label we give it. The first principle that he shares and that he has found is a foundational one. Know yourself. Understanding who you are at a deep level is essential in finding balance and alignment. 
And sometimes it can be a little bit of a journey to get to know yourself. If you've known yourself through different lenses before, you have to learn how to get to know yourself again if you are in a new phase of life. Because you are different now from the person, say, that you were five years ago, the person that you were ten years ago. For example, I'm different from the person that I was when I was in college, and I understand that at a very deep level. So sometimes knowing yourself also requires you to get to know yourself where you are right now and really emphasize where you are right now. It's not so much that you need to get to know who you were in the past or you want to get to know who you will be in the future. No. You need to understand who you are in the present moment and you need to look at not only what you do and how you think, but what do you believe? What are your beliefs in this moment? What are your beliefs surrounding money? What are your beliefs surrounding love? What are your beliefs surrounding spirituality? Those different things and knowing those different things can really help you to get a perspective on living an aligned life and can set that foundation for you to live an aligned life. Once you know yourself and you know the things about yourself that you want to keep and the things about yourself that you want and or need to change, then you will be able to propel yourself forward through the other principles of living an aligned life. So sticking with this foundational idea of knowing yourself, why is it so important to know yourself? It's important to know yourself because your path to balance is going to differ vastly from another person's path to balance. Take, for example, the creators that you like to see on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, the podcasters you listen to, whether or not you also listen to the ideas of Dr. Devin Shea you are going to have a different path to balance than those than those people before you than those people who are sharing their experiences and sharing the advice and not only that you're going to have a different path to balance than say your best friend who may be on their own enlightenment journey and understanding who you are at a deep level is essential in finding balance and alignment, but it's also about recognizing what truly brings you harmony and understanding that balance is a personal journey. Balance is always going to be a personal journey. Finding equilibrium in your life is always going to be a personal journey. You may look to other people for guidance. You may look to other people for perspective. You may look to other people for what they have said about enlightenment. And that is completely okay. For example, you may read the Bhagavad Gita. I have read the Bhagavad Gita and I am rereading it because there are certain things that I read in it that maybe didn't click when I first read it and now I'm starting to read it again and I'm like huh this makes sense Um, you may have read works by Eckhart Tolle you may have listened to teachings by Neville Goddard and you may have listened to that advice and you may have listened to that perspective and that may have been what got you started on your journey but 
at the end of the day, you also recognize that finding balance for yourself and what works for you is going to be vastly different from what worked for somebody else. You might even have a difference between you and your partner finding enlightenment. And I will also say this. Finding balance isn't about being able to have everything plateau and everything on a similar wavelength. Finding balance is about being able to cultivate as much peace and serenity and security and calmness in your life as you can while you are experiencing some of the different challenges and obstacles you might face along the way. The second principle is full responsibility. Full responsibility challenges us to take ownership of every aspect of our lives, both the good and the bad. Full responsibility also encompasses with it accountability. So when we are holding ourselves accountable for what we do, whether it is the actions that we take that are perceived as good or the actions that we take that are perceived as bad and therefore have negative consequences, you have to take full responsibility for that. And Dr. Shea draws inspiration from Navy SEALs and their concept of extreme ownership, highlighting that taking responsibility is the first step towards gaining control over our lives. And that's that can be one of the biggest truths because when you are taking responsibility and you are taking this full responsibility, you are holding yourself accountable. You are setting smart goals. We've talked about that before. Holding yourself accountable, setting smart goals, having an accountability partner, for example. You are taking control of you and yourself and the consequences that you face whatever happens in your life, you are stepping into that and saying, this is my responsibility. My journey is my responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility, but my own. And I have to hold myself accountable for the progress that I make and for the things that I don't do, for the things that I might forget. And it's not to say that you need to browbeat yourself. Of course, please do not. Oh my gosh, please do not. I cannot stress that enough. I, I've been there. I've done that. I'm, I'm currently doing it sometimes. And sometimes my partner has to whack me over the head, metaphorically speaking, and, and be like, hey, babe, you need to slow down. You're browbeating yourself for the things that you haven't gotten done. They're going to get done. It's okay. You're not in trouble. <laughs> and, and it's because I've lived so much of my life in this survival state and in this hyper-aware state of being in trouble with my narcissistic mother, with um, abusive partners, and just different things where I've always had to like look at myself and say, oh my god, am I in trouble for not doing XYZ? And now I don't have to feel that way. But at the same time, I guess I'm still trying to release that that idea that I am in trouble for everything that I do. And, and it can be it can be a little bit challenging, but when you draw on that ownership and that full responsibility, you hold yourself accountable without the browbeating and you allow yourself the opportunities to even change your goals and to even rewrite what you've done and to focus on being better and not focus so much on what 
happened in the past and what you can't create uh, correct and what you can't change <laughs> I was I was trying to say create and correct at the same time and it didn't work but hear me out what you are trying to change is not the past and you're not trying to correct what could happen in the future you're simply going about the present moment and saying this is what I can do and this is the accountability that I am going to hold for myself The third principle that Dr. Shea explores is the importance of maintaining a long-term focus. So if you've been on your spiritual journey for a while now, you've probably visualized where you want to be, especially when you are manifesting an ultimate reality. You visualize that ultimate reality and you know where you want to be and you know the things that you have in this ultimate reality, the lifestyle that you have the type of money you have, the dream car, the dream home, the dream job, the dream relationship, etc., etc. So take that visualization, take that notion of your ultimate reality and what you have in it and project it out into your 3D reality and then like your current 3D reality and then see what you can start to do to make that ultimate reality happen, to Get yourself closer and closer to that end goal. So think about it in the context of setting smart goals towards achieving that bigger goal, right? We've talked extensively before about smart goals and how smart goals are mile markers and milestones to get you to that ultimate reality. So think about the things that you can start doing today and throughout your week and throughout your month to really get you to where you want to be. The fourth principle ties into the first principle of knowing yourself with listening to your body. Our bodies have a unique language of their own. And listening to your body and what your body is telling you can help you to tune into your signals of comfort, your fight or flight responses, and even your hunger cues. So take for instance, when we're hungry and we know that we need to eat something, Sometimes we get those signals because of the fact that maybe our energy might be waning a little bit or we might start getting a hunger headache. I know sometimes when I'm hungry and I waited too long to eat, I'll get a little tension headache from, from waiting too long to eat. And then I'll go ahead and whip, my, and whip up something that I really want to eat, something that's delicious and nutritious. And then I'll be like, all right, that's what I needed. And then I'll make sure that I also drink enough water while I'm eating as well, because then that helps me to balance and stay hydrated, right? And then when you're listening to your body's cues for what makes you uncomfortable, what makes you comfortable, that can also help you to set boundaries in your relationships and really stay committed to prioritizing yourself and making sure that you are going to stay safe, that you are being assertive, that you are honoring yourself. So really being in touch with and listening to your body covers a wide range of things from hunger cues to setting boundaries, but it's really important, especially when you are creating that foundation for yourself, to stay in alignment with your inner and outer realities. The fifth and final principle revolves around prioritizing self-care. 
It's about making self-care a non-negotiable and embracing activities that enhance both physical and emotional health. And self-care is not selfish, but is actually essential for achieving balance and alignment in our lives. And self-care, like we've discussed in a previous episode, is not just self-soothing practices like taking bubble baths and doing bath rituals or anything like that. Those are self-care rituals, of course, and you can still have those rituals. But self-care is more than that. Self-care is, like I said, you know, listening to your body and setting boundaries. So boundaries are a form of self-care. Boundaries are an act of self-care. And also taking care of your needs, whatever it is that you need, whether it is rest and relaxation and making sure that you get adequate sleep at night, making sure that you get adequate nutrition during your day, making sure that you have taken care of your schedule for the day and the week and the month and whatever. Those are also self-care practices. And self-care isn't selfish at all. It is actually something that can help you to be more selfless because once you understand how to take care of yourself, then you can be more open to taking care of others. There's that saying that you can't pour from an empty cup. So when you have taken care of yourself and you have filled your own cup, then you can focus on filling the cups of others, right? Without draining yourself to a point where you're like, oh my God, I have nothing. I have nothing to give to myself. I have nothing to give to others. I can't, (laughs) you know? So prioritizing self-care is crucial in being able to live the most aligned life that you have. And to wrap up this enlightening episode, I want to address this. And Dr. Shea calls this as the social media fallacy. When we go on social media, it's easy to think that everyone else has it all together based on their social media posts. So we need to remind ourselves that everyone faces their own struggles. And even if we see, say, our best friend killing it at the gym, they might still be struggling with their body image. You might see your favorite influencer really, you know, living their best life. They're showing you uh, a day in the life or they're showing you what I eat in a day or they're showing you that they went on this trip to Italy or they're showing you that they went on this trip to um, wherever it is that you really desire to go. And they're showing all of this, but we're not really seeing the behind the scenes. We're not seeing them maybe missing the flight and having to book a new flight. We're not seeing them maybe um, getting their order wrong at a restaurant and having to reorder. We're not seeing them maybe, you know, breaking down and crying before they took the leap to be able to go towards that goal that they, that they have been working towards. We're not seeing all of that behind the scenes. And for some, for some we are, for some we are, because there are many creators out there who aren't afraid to be that vulnerable, but for some we're not. And that's completely okay. We're not entitled to be privy to all of this. But what I am saying is that we cannot dismiss the fact that we're only seeing so much when we're looking at social media. We're only seeing so much of the story. We're only seeing the side of the story that that person wants us to see. So we really need to 
be careful of falling into that social media fallacy where we think that everybody else's lives are perfect while our life isn't. In conclusion, I want to encourage you to embrace your challenges, extend empathy to others, and implement these five principles to guide you on your journey toward living an aligned life. Thank you as always for tuning in to the Skellington Grimm podcast. I hope this discussion on living in alignment has inspired you to embark on your own unique journey towards balance and harmony. Remember, balance and harmony is not about perfection, it's about progress. Until next time, keep exploring, keep growing, and keep living an aligned life. If you aligned with this episode, feel free to share it, leave a rating and review, and subscribe to the podcast. This is Alice B. signing off.